Disclaimer. Hey there, friends. You might notice that this audio sounds different from the one I usually have. That is because one, I am sick, and two, I'm using a better microphone than the one I usually use for the podcast. Enjoy. On today's episode of How to Survive a Horror Movie, Don has to go do adult stuff, Harley can't say anything correctly, and Paul torments her for it. <laughs> thanks, Paul. No, really, thanks. Hello, and welcome to the How to Survive a Horror Movie podcast. I'm Don, and I'm joined by... Me, Paul. Hey, it's Harley. And we're going to be talking about 2017's retelling of the movie It. But before we can talk about It, I have a question for Harley. Mm. Harley, you're in yeah. the Apple Genius Bar, and uh, what, what an associate... What the fuck is that? Oh my god, you don't know what that is? No. Oh, oh, I thought, oh. oh it's... It's it's an American thing. It's a thing where uh, uh, I, I don't even have an Apple product, but Apple phones, you go to an Apple phone store and they call oh, okay, them ba- well, their bars. You know, yeah, I have a Samsung. Them. I've had a Samsung for the past however many years. Oh, uh, badass. Okay. I oh, assume I, everyone has Apple but me. I was sad when you had your phone stolen. They were doing you a favor. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so- <laughs> All right, yes, but the Apple Bar is Genius Bars. Yeah, they're just the technicians at the back of the store, and you go and see them about okay, your problems. So, okay, so that's where I am, Don. Hit me. Yes, and an associate is about to take your phone and work his magic, but before mm-hmm. that, a little snot-nosed kid walks in with a balloon and wants to know why everyone's running away from his balloon. Why don't you tell him in two minutes why he shouldn't be carrying that balloon? <clears throat> Alright, listen, you little shit. That balloon? That balloon is super fucking creepy. Because there's this movie called It, and it came out in 2017. And it's about this really creepy clown called Pennywise, who's also an alien. Lore. Anyway, uh, so this Pennywise guy basically kidnaps children and eats them. And, you know, and all these things. So, uh, you know, don't carry that balloon around. And, uh, and, uh, also, in the movie, there's a bunch of vigilante kids, and they take down Pennywise. So watch out, you might get your ass beat by a bunch of older kids. And, uh, uh, that's why. Have a nice day. Can I get my fucking phone fixed? <laughs> <laughs> Don, you're up. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was like, no, you just got a new one. You don't need it. Um, so, yeah, that's the movie. Harley's going to tell us all about it because she took the most thorough of notes. Oh, so, so Actually, sorry. That's, not, that's not true. Paul, you said you oh. took some notes, too. In this one, I didn't take any notes because I was like, you know what? Paul's just going to interrupt me. Why take notes? <laughs> I mean, the point of the show is to interrupt each other, no? <laughs> I'm just really good at the show, guys. Yes, on. yes, yes. You're too good. I'm too good. This um, is not a polite person show. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. So uh, let's let's dig into that. Let's dig into that meat. Great. Because there was I'm a lot starving. of meat. And I, um, yeah, I did write a lot of notes thinking that I was leading this one. Um, so I have pages and pages of notes, um, which I haven't even brought up yet, so I will do that. Um, but Harley was taking so much diligent notes that we started 40, min- 40 minutes late. <laughs> I also did eat. Oh, yeah, that that's was, true. All right, that's acceptable. That's another thing. That's acceptable. All right. All right. I guess I should just go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So the uh, movie starts off with some creepy sort of sad piano music. And it's raining, and we see a character that we come to know as Bill folding a paper boat. And he, uh, and we see uh, Georgie, who is another big character, uh, drawing a little smiley face on the fogged-up window. And um, 
So Bill's making this little paper boat for Georgie to put outside so he can run alongside it in the rain. And um, he says that he can't go with Georgie, and this is important, because he's uh, he's sick. And and, uh, Bill tells Georgie to go downstairs and get some wax so his uh, boat will float. That rhymed. (laughs) Anyway. um, (laughs) Yes, boat and float do rhyme. I'm I'm easily pleased. Um, <laughs> Easy, so what? Pleasy, get it? It rhymes too. <laughs> I want to die, and so uh, Georgie <laughs> doesn't want to go downstairs. And Bill then says, "You want it to float, don't you?" And this is obviously foreshadowing. Is it? Is it though? Can I just have this one thing? <laughs> sorry, I'm not allowed to challenge you on the foreshadowing. I I'm sorry. I can just. Can I live? Yes, you can. Okay. Thank Why you. won't you let Harley live, Paul? I'm I'm just really good at this part. Come on. I'm sorry. Um, now, he is heads downstairs. The, yes. Is tell this, me. Is this the point where they've said that it's October 1988? Uh, no, not yet. Okay. Um, Spoiler alert. When when he goes downstairs, <laughs> they they superimpose October 1988, and then nice. Um, he goes. Uh, and we see we see that the, it's the mom playing the piano, which I thought was kind of nice. Yeah, she's really good. Yeah. Yeah, I always like when they uh, put music in a movie and then it cuts to, like, the music's actually coming out of something. Like, it's actually playing in the real world. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what- the fake world. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> Georgie uh, stares at the creepy cellar door and then he stares down the stairs. Haha, <laughs> this is just going to be like this the entire episode. And um, <laughs> we, we hear some creepy sounds. And then there's a jump scare, which I didn't enjoy. Don't enjoy jump scares. But it's it's Bill asking him to to, to hurry up. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, this, over the, um, the, the, the radio. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the cellar lights won't turn on. Ooh. And he, uh, and he takes a breath and he goes, okay, I'm brave. Which is like, can I, yes. Can I just say that Georgie is probably the cutest fucking kid? He is. He really is. I agree. If that's how you know. If, like, if this is your first time watching, that's how you know he's going to die. You know, I uh, I had never seen this scene. I I got to the movie theater late that day, and I never saw the horrific. We'll get into it, oh, but I never God. saw that specific scene. Yeah. So I saw it for the first time today, and I was like, "Oh, that's something." Mm-hmm. Anyway, sexy. It's sexy. Mm, no. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's my good boy. Uh, you know who's sexy? What's his name? God damn it. Schlepner. Schlep. There you go. <laughs> Call back. Bringing it back, tying episodes together. Okay, <laughs> so uh, Georgie is brave because he says, "Okay, I'm brave," which mm-hmm. is honestly braver than I was at that age. Because holy shit! And he I just wasn't. Said, I wasn't brave at like in this situation. I wasn't brave. I was just stupid. So, like, I didn't. I, I probably wouldn't have registered the amount of danger or the perceived danger that a kid would perceive at that age. And so I would just like waltz on down, you know, whistling my my, my tune, and then. She's like, la di da di da and then I get murdered by a clown. That's why I'm not here today. Anyway, moving on. You're a g- 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 ghost? <laughs> I wasn't... Sorry, that was okay. my little anecdote. Um. <laughs> no, that's, that's great. Also, uh, side note, I wasn't making fun of uh, Bill. I, was, I wasn't making fun of his stutter just now. I was just... Anyway. Oh, yeah, um, I, didn't, I didn't even put that together. <laughs> no, it just registered, and I was like, fuck, no, that's not, that's not what I... Anyway, mm-hmm. um, we're just going to move on, and... Um, mm-hmm. Uh, Georgie finds the wax and we hear like this creepy music and he turns around and he says, sees these two little dots of light staring out at him. They and clearly he, uh, eyes. 
Well, you know, they're dots. Okay. He turns around and he turns the flashlight on and we see two light bulbs that are disconnected and just kind of lying there. I thought that was a nice, creepy bit. Yeah, and then also, yeah, good good job, Georgie, for, like, turning on the fucking light and actually looking instead of just running like I would have. You, you know... I used to be afraid of the toilet flush. Anyway. <laughs> okay. I would, I, would, I would have my hand on the door ready to open it. I would flush and fucking run. Wow. Anyway. Why? I don't know. It could be an autistic thing, honestly. Like, the oh. sound, the, 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 just the amount of sound that happens at that point. I don't know. It terrified That's me. That's fair. That's understandable. I can see that. And um, Paul doesn't like goodbyes and having to say goodbye to that stuff. Really, he didn't want to put himself in that position, so he just was ready to run. <laughs> he couldn't face his shit. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I really did know how to get my shit together. I just couldn't send it off. Anyway, uh, is, this, um, is this what this show is now? I just this is I, what are we like? What are we six episodes in or something? We <laughs> uh, we. While you were having dinner with your parents, Harley, we uh, rebranded the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Is it cool, How to Survive, keep... like a pun book, or like what? <laughs> yeah, it's How to Survive, Paul. Anyway. Um... <laughs> so uh, there was this loud clang, and, um, and I really like that George immediately begins running, and while he's running, he's like, what was that, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Well, he doesn't say shit, he says, oh, he says, oh gee. He says, oh gee, yeah. oh gee. Um, which I, I really appreciate it. It's very realistic, I feel. Because it's exactly what, what, what I would have done. I would have started screaming and also running immediately. Um, <laughs> which I think is a good survivor point if he was a survivor. Anyway. Um, <laughs> wow. So, wow. uh, we go back to the room and Billy gives him his boat. And Georgie thanks him with a hug. And it's like a really touching moment. It and is they so sweet. Like this, yeah, they play this little like cute, sort of sweet, nice, fluffy music. And he says, he says, she's ready to go. And then Georgie's like, she? And then Bill's like, yeah, when it's a boat, you call it a she. And so and then Georgie's like, she? she? Yes, it was so cute. I love that. Oh, it's and so that's good. how you know he's going to die. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, you can't be that cruel, right? Look, this is post Game of Thrones. Okay, so I just oh, expect good. every character that I ever like in anything is going to die horrifically. Mm-hmm. I always have to prepare myself when I dive back into the book. I'm like, okay, I have to be ready to cry or get very angry. <laughs> or I read like 10 pages of incest. Anyway, um, so... Or uh, flip to those pages specifically. Anywho, moving on. Okay, that's a little weird. I'm flooding here. I don't know why I was getting judged for that, but uh, we're going to move on. <laughs> um, Georgie uh, runs out and he says goodbye and... Um, and Billy radios him to be careful, which he wasn't. And um, <laughs> he, he is. He it's just he like he's wearing galoshes into a fucking post. Oh, thing. that that first one boat. where the first little guardrail he goes. I'm like, oh no, he's gonna clothesline himself. And then he ducks. I'm like, oh, smart kid. Boom. Yeah. The next one. That sound. Nice. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was great. But he um, got up really quickly. Good move. Good move. The guardrail won't get him next time. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, uh, this really nice sort of whimsical music plays as he, uh, as he runs down the street chasing his boat. And it's kind of a cute, like, little, uh, sequence. And then the boat falls, um, after he bangs his head into the, like, a uh, sort of weird... Guardrail. Like yeah, it's like a... It's like a guard sign that police put up when they're blocking off a section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the little paper boat, uh, falls into a sewer opening. And he goes, no! 
snow and it's like the cutest snow. Yeah, it is. It really <laughs> oh, is. Oh, Georgie. And he goes, um, I, this is something I, I really want to talk, touch on, really want to talk about. So he says, Bill's going to kill me, which is hilarious because Bill does kill him. Yeah. <laughs> the actor. Um, and then, and then, um, is. and then okay, Bill, the, the character actually kills him too. Spoiler alert. Oh shit. Double oh. whammy. Holy Double shit. Whammy. He the just actor got all over. And the brother. Well, okay. Well, Bill didn't kill him. It, it was like the, the uh, yeah, it sure looked saying. like it. I thought it sure looked like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought that was so, going to be the twist at the end. Spoiler. Yeah, that it was actually <laughs> like uh, oh, you guys won. Sucks. You guys, you guys won. I was giving you the boy back. Why did you kill him? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Pennywise comes out of the corner like, dude, that's fucked up. Yeah, you won fair and square. What the hell? <laughs> you that, you, you think I'm the monster? <laughs> um. So I actually I thought I was gonna be uploading my notes into the uh, chat that we have here. So I wrote. Oh man, we. Totally I wrote. I wrote. No, this is tragic. I'm sorry, Paul and Don, who are presumably reading my notes. The one time. <laughs> the one. The one time. time. The one fucking time. That's hilarious. Um. Yeah. So uh, Georgie peeks in and he sees some shining eyes appear and and, uh, and he's shook as am I and um, a clown comes into view and he says hiya Georgie hiya Georgie oh I love that ugh Nirvana in my ears um, <laughs> and <laughs> you do it so well though um, Georgie is frightened obviously and, fair uh, fair and yeah yeah and Bill, uh, Bill Skarsgård then says uh, he says what a nice boat. Do you want it back? But I'm not going to say it because clearly we have a cast member who does that perfectly. Yes, do it, Paul. <laughs> he says, no, he I, says, don't, I, don't, I don't know that line. So I'm, he says, good. what a nice boat. And then he sort of pauses and he says, do you want it back? Yeah, but Go. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not. I'm fucking, not. Fucking Paul. <laughs> he says, no, I can't. I, I can. Okay, only it's fine. Energy. It's fine. I won't put you in the spotlight. <laughs> and pop, pop, pop. Uh, Georgie <laughs> says, no, thank you. He says, yes, please. And uh, Bill then says, you look like a nice boy. I bet you have a lot of friends. And um, and Georgie's like, free, but my brother's the bestest. Oh, that's and so then, cute as well. Yeah, it is. And, and Bill asks, where is he? And he was in bed sick. And then um, and I'm like, Pennywise is gaining his trust through casual conversation. That fucking monster. Oh, I can't. <laughs> um, and then Pennywise is like, I bet I can cheer him up. I'll give him a balloon. Do you want a balloon too, Georgie? And he's like, I'm not supposed to take stuff from strangers. And he, he goes, oh, I love this bit so much. I hate it. It's so creepy. He's Pennywise. like, oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> meet Georgie. Georgie, meet Pennywise. <laughs> I love that so much. That's so you good. You did so well. I'm being very earnest right now. I'm enjoying it. Um, and then Georgie <laughs>, laughs. And then they, they sort of giggle with even, each other. Even his laugh is so cute. Like, Georgie is just, everything yes. about him is adorable. Which, which is like another thing too, is that he's like a fantastic actor. Oh, I actually yeah. have it written. Um, actually, I write it in the following scene. But like, yeah, that just all of the child actors in this are fucking superb. Yes, yeah, they're all amazing. And obviously, Finn Wolfhard um, of Stranger Things fame is in yep. this, um, which I really enjoyed. Hmm. Um, and then he says, uh, uh, Pennywise says, "Now we aren't strangers, are we?" And I'm like, oh, that's a that's a classic predator move. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then something that irks me: this old lady comes out oh of her house God. and she sees Georgie 
crouching by the sewer and could give less of a shit, so she turns around and the leaves. cat cares more. The That's cat true. The meows. cat was looking yep. at him more. Mm-hmm. And the cat's um, like, "Bitch, did you help him? He's about to die." I don't have opposable thumbs. Come on. Uh, <laughs> I and love uh, the cat's voice, according to you. That's from New York. There is something I don't know. Um, Georgie asks uh, what Pennywise is doing in the sewer, and he's like, "A storm blew me away." And um, and he's like, "They blew the whole circus away." Can you smell the circus, Georgie? And he, and he begins drooling, and it's so nasty. And yeah, um, yeah. and, and like, um, I actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. I I don't know if you have the actual items he lists, but he's something like like fairy peanuts, uh, peanuts cotton um, candy, cotton candy, and then he pauses. Hot dogs. Oh, does he? Oh, and... yeah. And then Georgie's like popcorn. Popcorn. Yeah. Popcorn. Yeah. Popcorn. Pop pop pop. <laughs> and then George's like pop pop pop. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> I hate um... that he dies. <laughs> Oh yes, so so the whole sequence he's he's like, can you smell the circus? And then he starts listing all these things off. And when Georgie's like popcorn, all instantly he uh, Pennywise is like, yeah, popcorn. And he starts giggling, and he he's like, is that your favorite? And then Georgie nods and he smiles and he goes, uh huh. And then Pennywise excitedly says, mine too. And then um and then he starts going because they go pop 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 and they all they both start popping together. Um yeah. and um. And then they start laughing together, and then Pennywise's laugh sort of mor- morphs into this kind of like grumble, and his smile fades, growl. and he growls a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, and then Georgie finally decides that this is a little weird, and he says, "I should get going now." <laughs> He's like, "This guy's crazy." <laughs> um, Look, good survival skill though. Like he realized, <laughs> you know, his 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 uh his threat detector was a little late to the game, but he finally fucking realized. Yeah, and, it was uh, um, it was a roller coaster. He started off not trusting, then he trusted, and then he was like, mm, "Yeah, never mind." Mm, um, no sane person likes popcorn that much. I'm gonna get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, and uh, Pennywise is like, "Oh, without your boat, you don't want to lose it, Georgie. Bill's gonna kill you." Which is uh, it's it's. I think it's funny in, from the perspective of the actor. His name is Bill, right? He's like saying essentially, "I'm gonna kill you" to him. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, um, he sure will, Pennywise. He sure will. Um, I have that written down. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, Pennywise gets a bit serious and then he smiles and he offers the boat and he's like, "Here, take it, take it, Georgie." And um, and Georgie moves forward to take it and I'm like, "Oh no, something super bad's gonna happen!" And as he reaches in and tries to grab it, Pennywise's eyes turn from this sort of big, bright, sort of childish blue to this yellow tint. And then he just fucking noshes on Georgie's arm. Well, so he does that, but also notable is he his mouth opens, and there are like several rows of teeth going up as he and as his mouth extends toward and and numbs yeah, all, yeah. So all the, over Georgie's arm. To give you guys a good visual, it's like a like gums, but big and out and out. These, these big nasty gums that extend outwards like a snake. And just have teeth in them. And, yeah, I was, and, uh, mm-hmm. I was uh, likening uh, his teeth to like the lanternfish, like way down in the deep, just oh, just there you go, fucking unnaturally opened up. And I was gonna say about the eyes, that that beautiful blue. I was, I didn't take real notes, so I just went to IMDb to make sure I didn't miss anything, and I missed a lot. Uh, <laughs> that that blue was blue because that was Georgie's mom's eye color. No. Yeah. No. 
Yep, like that. That I kept, the, the, the whole scene. Right? I was yeah. I was I was just staring at those eyes and trying to see a Bill Skarsgård behind the makeup, and I couldn't. So I got lost in those eyes, and then they turned, and I'm like, I don't like this movie. This isn't going to be a, one of those fun ones. Do you know why it turned orange? Because no too much vitamin C. <laughs> Do you know no. the answer, Paul, or is that just a question? No, I do. I do know the answer. So the answer okay. is that in the Deadlights, which is the uh, within the macroverse, which is where the creature it comes from, which is outside our universe, but what our universe exists in. Yeah. Yep. So he was one of the. I think he's the third creature in existence. Um, constantly doing battle with the turtle. That's actually his name. Um, and uh, anyway. In the deadlights, his true form is an uh, a vast, endless, crawling orange horror. Um, and so, whenever he's revealing like a little bit of his true self um, and eating people or whatever, you always see him. There are parts of him that go orange, and that's because of that. Ooh. So there you go. Yeah, I didn't know that much. I did know that he was like some creepy alien, and the the like shining lights were like uh, something to do with that. But um, yeah. I wasn't. Well, in the book, that. in the book, Bill—I don't—I don't remember exactly how it how it happens, but Bill um, glimpses it in the in the deadlights momentarily, and that's what he sees is the the uh, the crawling horror, um, the orange crawling horror, and that's yes. not fun. No, it's it's quite terrifying. Um, obviously, being a movie, they didn't want to. Um, you know, put in too much backstory, otherwise it would have just got complicated. But yeah, so that's what it is. Pretty cool. Yeesh. Um, so, uh, so back to Georgie, uh, getting his arm eaten. Um, yeah, it's pretty gnarly. And he, and he pulls away, and his arm, like, his entire fucking arm, like, up to, like, above his elbow is missing. And, um, he starts calling for help, and, and yelling for his away. brother. Yes, and he's crawling away, and then um, Pennywise just pulls him back into the sewer. Yeah. And then the old lady just turns, and she sees the blood, and, like, she seems chill. Like, she's not at all perturbed by this. So that is a call to the book. I will... Uh, oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Yes. So uh, one main thing that's really, really played up in the book, and only slightly in this movie, is that Pennywise's powers also... So he, he plays on the fears of children, but his powers also... Um, what uh, dulcify or whatever you know they uh make oh, adults, adults can't they make yeah, adults yeah. ignore what they're seeing mm-hmm. oh and I just, that's, yeah, I just that's why the father later on doesn't see the blood that's why the old lady doesn't see you know doesn't really she sees and doesn't really do anything about it and that's that's what that is i just thought that at some point georgie pissed this old bag off and she was just <laughs> glad he was gone she tipped. She tipped off Pennywise to to Georgie's yep. happenings, and was like, "Yeah, he's coming down the road right now." It just snatched yep. this little fucker up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So I actually did know the part about the adults, but I completely forgot when it came to that old lady. So yes, that compl- makes a uh, complete sense. Mm-hmm. Um. But it was kind of funny just to see, like, imagining that. Yeah, she had some sort of vendetta against this kid. Like, yeah, fuck him. I just, uh, I you know, the first time I watched it before I read any of the books or anything, I um. Cause this really got me interested in all of that story this movie did. And um, the first time I watched it, I just maybe thought this character was just going to have dementia and like, and then <laughs> we were going to be like, Oh, she was right there. She could have helped. And then we'd be like, Oh, but she has dementia. That's why she couldn't help. But no, it's just, it's just that it is um, billions of years old and um, has lots of powers. Oof. It's yeah. very, um, 
it's very sort of Lovecraftian in that sense. I mean, I mean, it is. It literally is. Oh, is Lovecraft. it? That's where this well, creature. Is it, no, isn't it? Um, uh, uh, Stephen it's, uh, King's, yeah. Stephen King's um, The Dark Tower series is based on Lovecraftian universe, which is the Macroverse. Oh, okay, um, cool. uh, Lovecraft was Stephen King's greatest inspiration um, in everything. I've seen many interviews with Stephen King talking about how um, that's what he based his like. That's what inspired him to do everything that he's done. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, literally that creature is from um, Lovecraft universe. Oh, oh. horrifying! I hate it. Um, in the, I will quickly mention, and then I'm going to stop cutting you off. But I'm really good at this no, podcast, fine. as we mentioned earlier, um, <laughs> because I think it's because I think it's an interesting thing in the book. Um, it is also, so in this, he's, he's quite prominently, uh, Pennywise, the dancing clown, and he is a he, but in the book, he is actually a she half the time as he is a female spider, a giant female spider. Yep. So there's that. You should read the book if you like, it's good. And, but yeah, that's, that happens. I don't know. I got to read that. I I was going to read, um, The Shining, but I wasn't too keen on it. It was kind of dragging on. Oh, and that might yeah. just be The Shining. Um, yeah, it is just The Shining. But um, <laughs> yeah, but Pennywise, his name was Bob 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 Gray. Bob Gray is his is the the character Pennywise human name um, is is Bob Gray. Uh, that comes up in the book anyway as well. But um, you know, obviously that doesn't happen in this because that's way too much backstory. But yeah, he's half. Uh, spends his time as a female spider and half as a male clown, and that gets it makes sort of makes it even more creepy because it sort of depersonifies him in the book um, mm. as just a creature of unknown anything. In the movie, we're like, all right, he's a creepy dude, but um, yeah, in in the book, it's it's not even that; it's just this force of of yeah. And not to not to drag this tangent on for too long, but. Um, and I feel like this could be good info for even the listeners. Would you recommend, even after seeing the movie and knowing exactly what happens, like to go back and read the book? Oh, definitely. Yeah, no, the book has a lot of stuff that the movie did not. Um, mm. One scene that uh, me and Don mentioned earlier, and it's good that it wasn't in this one. Don knows the scene I'm talking about. <laughs> in the book, um, to raise the morale of all of the, the you know the you know you know the, how they all go into the the sewers at the end mm-hmm. in the book they're adults so they're not kids going down and fighting um okay. to raise the morale beverly uh sleeps with all of them uh, uh in the sewer and um so again good that that wasn't in this movie but she's that, like 16 yeah, 14 yeah. something something um but that is sort of like just my uh my nod to the fact that the book is vastly different um very yeah, similar that's, uh, that's a lot. i was i was curious why they kept calling her a slut because clearly she's like not well prom- it's promiscuous you know it's i mean i i feel because she the bullies spread those rumors about her yeah. because um yeah. you know but 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 yeah, um, when she's older in the uh, in the book, uh, that's what what happens. Anywho, um, to raise morale, to raise the yeah, to to you know, because they're all about losing their life and like they've got nothing to live for and yada yada. And she's like, life has fun and blah 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 blah. Anywho, you know, sometimes you need a poem about a great elven king conquering uh, unstoppable foes to win the day and sometimes you need to 
pass one of your best friends around. Was that okay, really now, Marsh? I do, I do want to point out that she is very much in control of the situation in the book. Just putting it out there. You know what? Um, Good for her. If she wants to sleep with all exactly. the Exactly. Sure. Fuck yeah. yeah. Power to the people. <laughs> um, anyway, let's move on. Yeah, let's, we're, we're, we'll move on. Um, which, okay. Um, so anyway, uh, it is now June 1989. And we see a, a beautiful later. shot of the woods. And when then we see a, a man herding some sheep into some pens. And he's telling a kid we now know is named Mike. And he says Mike. Uh, he's telling him to pull the trigger on some sort of gun that is placed against the sheep's head. Some sort of gun. I don't know what the fuck it's called. A male Probably gun. never been to a farm. <laughs> I have been to a ranch, but not a farm. The, the technical term is a stud gun. Yeah. Stud? Yep. Because okay. it fires a, um, a stud. Me. It fires me at people. Anyway. Um... Uh... <laughs> anyway, uh... yeah. Sorry, I'll stop interrupting. I'm really good at this. Um, I'm going to kill you. Uh, so, yeah, he, tell, he tells him to go on now, pull it. And uh, Mike can't, so the man grabs the gun from him and he kills the sheep. And then he berates him and he tells him that he needs to start taking more responsibility around here. And then he says something uh, about his dad. And Mike's like, I'm not my dad, okay? And then the, mad, the, the man um, starts telling him, there are two places you can be in this world. You can be out th- out here, like us, or you can be in there with them. And he points at the sheep, which I think is kind of harsh. Yeah, but uh, the most, the most, oh yeah, Don? Uh, I was going to say, it, it's harsh, but I didn't, I, I was kind of, uh, it was the middle of the day, so I wasn't watching this at a scary time. So I'm, I'm hearing him say this still, and he's saying uh, it's either out here or in there. And I was like, oh man, is he wanting to get in there and be a sheep? <laughs> like, uh, ever, like the kid, ever, ever since, well, ever since Georgie died two minutes ago, I was uh, like, oh, this is going to be a nice movie. They're going to be a nice slow burn. And then, oh no, just death everywhere. Mm. And the second scene is, you either kill or be killed. <laughs> but uh, one thing that this um what we learn is his grandfather um he says um yeah he says you're either out here with us or you're in there with them and he says and the only time you know is when you have the bolt right between your eyes um and i really like that you know the only time you'll know is when it's too late um anyway which did almost happen it did almost happen well it did Um, it did happen in that yeah yeah that is foreshadowing i just realized foreshadowing queen i'm the new foreshadowing queen uh no (laughs) no not today not today um death anyway so uh it um one thing i do like is that when uh we see the grandpa let out a sheep and then it cuts to a school scene with kids being let out of class Oh, I didn't even pick that up. Brilliant. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, and then there's a kid saying, which I think we now know is Ed. He's like, there's like a church full of Jews, right? And Stan has to take the super Jewy test. And then Bill is like, but how's it work? And um and Richie, I think, says, They slice the they slice the tip of his dick off. <laughs> and, uh, no, no, that's Ed. Still. Yes, that's still yeah. Ed. Um and then and then Richie uh, replies, But then Stan will have nothing left. <laughs> and that's <laughs> Savage. <laughs> I fucking love so th- this starts the amazing uh just all of Richie's fucking jokes are great. They are he is so funny. Um and he pulls them off so well. That's so he does. Good. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they get funnier as they go along because 
specifically because his group starts getting tired of his shit and they just tell him to shut up. Yeah. So he'll he'll start off strong. People will be laughing at him, high fiving him, whatever. But then he'll end the movie saying a joke, and everyone's like, "Just shut the fuck up!" And it's even funnier because <laughs> no one is no one is laughing at him. It's just him laughing at himself. Uh, uh, so um, uh, Stan shows up, and uh, and he and Bill asks him what actually happened at the bar mitzvah, and he tells uh, be, uh and um, Bill tells him what Ed said, and then Richie's like. Yeah, and I think the rabbi is going to pull your pants down and turn to the crowd and say, where's the beef? And, <laughs> and I was like, this is, he's just on a streak. I wish he's I was that gone. funny at that age. God damn. Yeah, you know what? It's, he's, he's one of a kind. He's Richie. <laughs> beep beep. Um, mm-hmm. so, um, <laughs> so Stan then explains what actually happens and he corrects Finn on his grammar. Or I called him Finn, I'm sorry. Finn Wolfhard. <laughs> Um, Richie on his grammar because Richie says funner instead of fun and um, and then we see the school bullies and um, Richie's obviously scared and then we obviously know that these guys bully them specifically more than everyone else and they keep walking but um, the sort of black haired t- t- taller bully gives him like a hungry look yeah. like he's, he's kind of like a predatory like do you want to eat him do you want to kiss him do you want to kill him <laughs> like what what are you uh, what are you trying to do buddy Mm. And um, apparently, through exposition, we learned that he took a dump in Richie's backpack last March. <laughs> yes. Um, which is just, the bullies in this movie are fucking off their rocks. Like, they're nuts. I've yeah, never Yeah, well, seen... so that actually plays into the book again. Um, I, would, I would love to know why, because I was like, these bullies are too much. Well, it's, it's just, again, that the parents don't pay attention to horrific shit that's happening with the kids. Um... And so that's like, that's again, while it's not, it's horrific shit. It's just horrific shit happening among the kids and the parents don't pay attention. Um, Is it just they don't pay attention to anything or specifically wise? No. So yeah, it's just, it's just anything. It's, it's presence that makes uh, parents just sort of not pay attention to when their kids are in trouble in any way, shape or form. And it works especially well on um, Ed's mother who is at this point now a hypochondriac. Um, she's, she is, she just is giving him all these fake pills and things. Um, you know, well, not maybe not even especially well, but in a, in an adverse way that she becomes this crazy overprotective, um, yeah. in, instead of the reverse, but yeah. And, th- and that makes sense, uh, for the bridge scene when the, when those two adults just sort of drive by without giving a shit, I was like, what? Yeah. That wow. again, plays into that and so what we're supposed to put together but i didn't the first time i watched it is that all of these are adults who aren't who aren't paying attention and not you know who aren't caring and to me i was like man you guys are assholes but then when i when i read it and and so on i was like ah that makes so much more sense yeah that's how i was going about it i was like all the people in this town are just dicks (laughs) but i was like okay you know that's how jerry rolls i'm pretty sure that's uh how we're supposed to put it together but I don't think that it was uh, highlighted enough. We're supposed to put it together when um, oh, there's two bits. There's one when they're at the festival, which we all obviously get to, and the um, and and they're looking at the missing posters just laid over each other, um, and they're like, oh, yeah. it's almost like they forgot about her. Um, <laughs> and then and then and then there's also when the father doesn't see the blood. He specifically just doesn't see it, but it is clearly there. But yeah, and so I think those are the two points we're supposed to put it together, but it's just never 
tied enough to it that that the movie viewing crowd will like yeah well i I, I put together that the adults don't uh notice like all the specifically like gruesome like like the blood room but Mm. i didn't know they completely like just ignored the children yeah yeah and and it's because of it's because it's um output is doing that but yeah Mm -hmm. um so uh after we are introduced to the bullies we see a preppy girl walk into the bathroom and kick the door to a stall and she says, are you in there by yourself, Beaverly? Oh, my and God. So I don't I, say this lightly, but Jesus, I want to punch her. <laughs> like, like I just, I, is she the, mm-hmm. is she the one yes. that says Beaverly? Yes, yes. Okay, yes. yeah. I just, I just, oh, God, I fucking hate her. Um, I knew, I I knew do, girls like her in school. and ugh. I think we all did. We all had a Greta in our lives. Um, yeah. So her uh, parents had a regretta. Anywho. Um, I, um, <laughs> I enjoyed this scene transition. Because uh, right after we see the boys walk by, this uh, Greta shoulder checks, I think, Richie, and then walks into the bathroom, and the camera just sort of pans and follows them like it's one fluid scene, which I really like. Yeah, very well done. Mm -hmm. Um, Which I will say, this entire movie is, like, very well done. Oh, cinematography is out there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The cinematography is very nice. The score is nice as well. Just everything is really, really good. Um, and we walk in, or, or she, she walks in, and we see uh, a girl in the corner holding a large trash bag. And um, Greta continues asking uh, or saying things to Beverly. She's like, do you have half the guys in the school in there with you? Um, and then she calls her a slut. And, I, and I'm thinking, wow, this girl just doesn't get physics. You couldn't fit half the boys in there. Anyway, <laughs> keep going. Um, I was thinking, like, what the fuck is Greta's damage? Does she need to go on a date? Does she need um, to get kissed? Perhaps I can explain that too. Jesus Christ, Paul! We need so, someone who hasn't read the book. God damn it! Oh no, this isn't actually. I, I I mean, kind of, but it's alluded to that Greta's father is a pedophile. Um, oh shit! And I mean, oh. they even they even make a full thing on that in the movie. Is it? When, wait, no, that, that's Beverly's dad. Yeah, Beverly's no, 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 Beverly's dad is as well. But <laughs> Greta's father, oh, the pharmacist. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, is when, that him? Yes, that's her dad. Oh, and yes, you he's can, totally. And she, yeah, so that's sort of like her home life, also pretty rough. Oof, all the parents in this fucking town are just yeah. garbage. <laughs> like all the adults in this town are garbage. The librarian's garbage. Oh my god, we'll get to that. But speaking of garbage, back to the scene. Oh yes! Wow, <laughs> nice transition there, Paul. <laughs> um, <laughs> whew. It's getting hot in here. Um, I'm on fire, like in the library. Hey, oh, anyway, moving on. You ruined it. But anyway, so <laughs> Beverly, is, uh, Beverly is smoking, and uh, she kills the cig on the wall of the bathroom, and she's got this sort of straight face. And I was thinking she has either seen some shit, or what the girl said has, uh, the thing the girl said really got to her, and then I was like, oh, I remember what her home life is like. Um, and, uh... She's like, no wonder you don't have any friends um, because of the smoking, which I do agree that smoking is nasty and bad, but like, don't be a dick to, but to also, good old Beverly Marsh. But also in school, smoking is cool. Um, That's true. It would be, wouldn't it? Like in the 80s? Yeah, it that's would be what cool. I was thinking. But I, but it was also the thing that like, you know, the outcasts did. It was the outcasts and the badasses. Um, so it was either extreme and she sadly was an outcast. Yes. Um, when, she she also... put, when she put mm-hmm. it out on the on the wall, I was thinking, wow, she does not give a fuck. She's going to bust <laughs> out of here and just drop this bitch. But she didn't. 
Like I was just, yeah. I was just that waiting for her just to like maybe get kicked out of school for just whooping this girl's ass so bad. But yeah, I can see that from Bev. That would have been yeah. good. Um, but she does, she does snap back. She's like, "Which is it, Greta? Am I a slut or a little shit? Make up your mind." <laughs> yeah. Greta then calls her a little shit, and then Greta's like shook, and she's like, "You're trash," because she can't come up with anything else. Mm-hmm. And um, and then she says, "We just wanted to remind you." And uh, another prep pulls the garbage bag and begins to spill it into the top uh, of the stall be- uh, Beverly's in. And she holds a backpack over her head to not get sloshed by it. And we hear these girls giggle and mock her. She's like, well, at least now you'll smell smell better. Which I guess, <laughs> you know, it's a good Pretty burn. Good but, fun. like, objectively, <laughs> garbage smells so much worse than, like, a, a cigarette. Yeah, but it's still a good burn. <laughs> it is, yeah. Um, and then they tell her, uh, have a nice summer. And they're all bitches, which I think, I don't know what school these movie filmmakers, these big Hollywood writers have been to, but I've never encountered. They are in the girls school in which, in which the kids are crazy because one, they are all dying and two, the adults don't care. Um, <laughs> and so that's, that's to me explains like the level of animosity happening. Like, I mean, I saw some pretty messed up shit in school, but like, obviously nothing like that. Yeah. Uh, saw a kid get pushed off the roof of a two-story building. Um, what the fuck? Well, so we, we uh, a little bit of thing. So we had um, every year they did um, <clears throat> laser tag throughout the school. They would hire a laser tag um, company and then, you know, and it's at nighttime. Um, and you spend a couple of hours with your teams running around shooting each other. Quite fun. Uh, and then one year they allowed for the roofs of the two-story buildings to be sniper points. Mm-hmm. Um. One guy was sick of getting, one of the bully kids at my school was sick of getting killed by a sniper. So he, uh, he just went up there and pushed the fucker off. Um, so that ended that fun night and, um, and the laser tag tradition. Did the, did the person survive? Oh yeah. He, uh, I think he had a broken leg and the, um, that other kid went to juvie. So. Well, that's kind of what I was, I think we were all waiting on the edge of our seat there. You were just like, oh, well that was that. And I'm like, oh, no, but. (laughs) But yeah, the no, the survived. kid, the kid did survive. Um, yeah, he had a he had a broken leg. Um, and Paul's yeah. end of that story was, uh, yeah, that one's a tradition of playing laser tag at school. <laughs> Motherfucker, what happened to the kid that flew that? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the fuck happened to the child? Yeah, yeah, but it, but so, yeah. also laser tag ended, so that was sad. It was. Yeah. Sad. I didn't know the kid, um, but, I, but I knew the laser tag, and it was fun. Um, oh but yeah, so I, I, I just a little bit of, a little bit of off, off shoot here. I just, I wish they had just banned the, uh, the two story, um, sniper points. You didn't need to cancel the whole thing. Anyway. That's true. Just um, angry at my past. Moving on. Uh, thank fine. you everyone. This has been how to survive a paint, uh, a laser tag game. <laughs> yeah. At school. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, anyway, moving yeah, on. Well, I got the stapler band in my classroom, but that's another what? No, I, wait, I need no, to hear I that story. I, I stapled my finger. Like, I, I stapled, like, it it went clean through my finger. I'm actually not surprised. <laughs> um, and then I got a band for the rest of the class. Ta-da! Anyway, Ta-da. Um, so, uh, boom, boom, boom. After that, we see a sign that says, uh, it cuts to the outside of the school. We see a sign that says, remember, the curfew's at 7. Which, is this important, or... Um, you know, I've I've seen this movie uh, I think like three or four times, and I don't actually recall the sign you're talking about. So uh, yeah, there's a, a school sign, and it says, "Yeah, remember, there's a curfew at seven. 
The seven yeah. was in red, so I was wondering what the hell happened. But um, uh, this weekend, I spent it uh, getting over one of the worst flus I've had in like 10 years. And uh, I watched uh, Castle Rock. And it, it kind of, it, it's, a, it's a show about the Stephen King universe or whatever. And I think the implication is that all of his kind of stories are connected. It didn't oh. touch on it anywhere in the movie, but I feel like all the stuff that happens like bleeds over. I don't know what was happening in 1989 in other parts of it, but uh, these kids have come up missing. And as we find out later, it's like it's a big problem they've been having. So the uh, the idea I was getting was something else from another story was happening that's bleeding into this one. And they're just making a shared universe or mm-hmm. all these kids keep disappearing because I think we're up to Georgie's dead. And uh, Betty Ibsen? Uh, Ripson. Uh, R- Ripson. Mm-hmm. Ripson. Ripson. So I think it's just, uh, yeah, until they figure out what's going on with these kids, there's going to be a curfew, but they don't ever really touch on it. And I was, I had eagle eyes on those subtitles this week, and I didn't see anyone mention anything else about the curfew except for that sign. There are so many good subtitles in this movie. Um, I don't know how many of them you picked up, though. Um, with TV's explaining what's going to happen in the scene. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. All right. But anyway, let's just, let's, let's keep going. We'll get to those. So um, we see all the boys dumping their shit into the trash cans. Uh, and they say, this is the best feeling ever, which I agree with. I have so never much. done. Sorry. Wait, is that a thing that y'all actually do? Um, I don't know how everyone else does it, but whenever uh, my summer vacation came on, I would uh, somehow, some way destroy my math book. And only <laughs> if it couldn't be like given, back to a, like another kid like the next year like younger than me like mm. if it was one of those books that you 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 filled out and it would be useless to a kid i would uh like stab them or like rip them wow wow um, really don't <laughs> like that we've got some issues uh so uh, anyway uh, so, uh, so Holly, uh, Holly, uh tell us how you really feel fuck off so anyway um <laughs> they uh they say this is the best feeling ever and richie says yeah try, try tickling your pickle for the first time <laughs> And oh, Richie! I, I first, I just wanted to establish that I um fucking love Finn Wolfhard. I think he's a fantastic actor. I think he's super cute. Um, he's like hilarious in interviews. Like uh, whenever he talks about kissing scenes, he always gets super blushy. And I just love that he's like the nastiest boy in this movie. <laughs> like, just like the scum, scum of the earth. Like what everything he says is so bad, but amazing. Um, and then uh, they start talking about what what they want to do for summer and um. And he, uh, Richie says that he's going to play uh, video games all day or, or play in the arcade or something like that. Yep. that? Yeah, street fighter, training yeah, yeah. to do. And, um, and one of his friends is like, you're really going to spend all summer inside? And then he says, Paul. He says, it beats spending it inside your mother. <laughs> <laughs> and he lifts his hand up for a high five. And I don't think anybody gives him it. Doesn't he? That one's just that one time? I don't know. I- I got used to him putting his hand up for a high five that he doesn't and get. And then no one giving. I think the very first few times he does get a few. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's uh oh Richie. Um, so then we learned that uh, uh this girl named Betty Ripsom is missing, um or dead. And then Richie says some really gruesome stuff, and Bill and Bill reacts sort of uh very seriously. He's like, she's not dead, she's just missing. And then Richie kind of genuinely apologizes, and you can tell that this is like a soft spot um for the group. And then suddenly bullies uh, accost them. One of them burps in one of their ears. Um, 
Then this like guy not, yeah, okay, just real quick, not just like a, a standard burp, but like that disgusting ass dragon breath burp where he just presses it out from his lungs. And I, I just oh I I hated these kids so much and I and I, I read into what happens to them in the book and I feel so much better about myself I, when I, I found that out. I have only seen somebody do that once in real life and that guy got immediately dropped. So yes. um yeah. <laughs> um, I have done that before, but like to my best friend. So oh, that's different. Yeah, yeah that's absolutely. yeah, that's yeah. There's there's a tone. There is. There is. There's, there's. I feel like there's violent, angry burps, and then there's annoying burps. And, Absolutely. And, mm-hmm. We. I'm glad we we've, we've established this sort of burp economy. Oh, hit, hitting the hard points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So one of them stutters to mock uh Bill. And then uh, they sort of try to go up to them. And this is, like, the only time that the adults pay attention because they look over and they see the cops. And then they, like, sort of back off and they don't do anything. Yeah, um, I mean, it's kind of that the adults are paying attention but kind of not. Like, it's the kid's interpretation that the cop, his dad, um, is Oh, going, it is his dad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Is You know, he sees him and his dad is looking at him. But his dad probably isn't actually noticing the uh the 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 what's happening there because you know he's blind to shit he just hates his son like a lot mm-hmm. um which we learn and so clearly you know this kid probably thinks oh he's gonna stop this and so he yeah but anyway okay um <laughs> i was i was waiting to see if anything else would be said um no no i'm good beverly marsh encounters sweet boy what's his name uh ben, ben. and um and she asks him if she can go by, sort of annoyedly. And then he just kind of stares at her, and he drops his stuff, and then he drops his bike, and then he sort of keeps fumbling. And yeah. um, and I and I feel that deep in my soul. Yeah, I I know what that's like to be that kid. Um, and uh, and then she lets him know that bullies are looking for him at the uh, I think she's like West Entrance or something like that. And um, yes. and she's she sort of like has his back, and I'm like, oh, that's good. Um, and then we learn that like, but um, Beverly's like really nice just in general. Yeah. Um, she asks him what he's listening to, and uh, and she puts on the headphones, and it's I think it's New Kids on the Block. Yeah, it's yeah New yep. Kids on the Block. He's like, oh, I, I don't even uh, like them. And then she's like, oh, I see, it's New Kids on the Block, and you're the new kid. And then he's like, there's nothing to see, and it's just kind of <laughs> it's kind of like very cute, sort of endearing, kind of funny scene. I he in that he's when he's about to defend his choice of music, he's about to give an excuse, and I really want to know what he was gonna say. Because I can't imagine an excuse. But what, like, what was your excuse? Well, no, I mean, like, I don't know. I, they were pretty good for their time. But like, mm-hmm. he, he <laughs> you know, but he's just like, oh, it's, uh, no, it's not that. It's, and I just really wish she had let him fumble through a shitty excuse. Finish. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm studying for the school. It's a project. <laughs> about, about the music. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> So uh, Beverly uh, uh, grabs his yearbook to sign it, but it's like completely empty. Oh. And um, and I just want to say I had a massive crush on on um, God, what's her name? Fuck, uh, Sophia Lewis, I think it is. I can tell uh, how how well you know her name. This is like um, Cabin in the Woods all over again. <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> I had a crush on her when this came out. And I would say that I still do, but I don't know if that's allowed. Um, uh, if it formed when you were... Wait, no, I was... when this came out. Well, okay, right now she's 17 and I'm 18. 
and I just yeah, that's anything. fine. Yeah. I wouldn't I pursue a... anything, but I okay. I, I think I, mean, I feel I still think she's cute. Like I just turned eighteen. You know legal what I mean? Here. <laughs> Let me go to Australia, right, boys? Crikey! <laughs> uh, so anyway, oh my god. Um, yeah, I just we just lost half of the fan base. So uh, <laughs> it was like two people, and now it's just one. Um, so, <laughs> my mom um, subscribed. <laughs> uh, oh no, mom, come back, baby, come back. Um, oh yeah, I'm trying to get. I just let's just quickly do this. I'm trying to get as many of the podcasts I'm on people to give a shout out to my mom. So everybody say hi, Sue. Hi, Sue. Hey, Sue. Fucking we Don. Cool. We were, I thought we were gonna do it together. Nah, Don, oh, I was you back. I was doing it in a different tone. Oh, I've I've said so many so many cursy things. I feel like she's gonna. No, be, dude, she's used to me anyway. Girl. She uh, yeah, she made Paul. So I mean, I feel true. like <laughs> that's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Forgot about anyway. that one. Um, so, uh, Ben, Ben tells, uh, Bev that they're, they're in social studies and they have a little talk. And then, um, she says, stay cool, Ben from social class. And then I was like, Ooh, he and I were both crushing at that moment. Um, she's just so cool. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to move on. I'm getting really, um, yeah. and then he uh, yells, don't go, go. Oh, oh, it's so, it was yeah. so cringy and so bad because I could relate to it on such a spiritual level because yeah. I was, I was Ben in that moment. I've done huh. shit like that. Oh or they won't God. get the reference, or they'll walk away and they won't hear me. And I'll just be like, "Oh, it's you know, it's a thing." And... <laughs> yeah, you are so crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I still am. Well, I still am. Um, so, uh, Bill gets home, and uh, and he's built a diorama to show where Georgie could have gone uh, from the storm. And um, and his father like snaps at him, and he's like, "He's dead. He's dead." And there's nothing we can do. And um, and it was kind of sad. That's kind of a sad uh, sort of moment. That, that's foreshadowing, am I right? Because he is dead. <laughs> and it, it was a <laughs> shitty thing to it was a shitty thing to say to his son for uh, you know wanting to you know find his brother. And but another like the work he put into it, give the kid a like, hey, you know, good engineering you did here, bud. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, he's dead. Um, I could I could see it from from the father's standpoint because he could be like in pain, right? And he just doesn't want to keep being like reminded of sorry, the hold on. of it. Uh, men don't feel pain. What are you talking about? Oh right, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. completely Moving forgot. On. Okay, we then we have to move on. Um, so anyway, <laughs> um, uh, we cut to uh, Mike riding on his bike. Hey, and so wait, <laughs> what? Why? Why is that a hey? Because Mike and bike rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were gonna keep this going. Keep on. <laughs> keep the train. Episode six, I think. Uh, moving on. So, uh, yeah, so when I said I was Ben, I am. This is, that's my character. I'm like <laughs> Ben, but, like, with all of Richie's terrible jokes that are also wonderful sometimes. Um, so anyway, true. uh, thanks. Bullies pass by Mike, and then Mike almost gets caught in, caught in their sights, which he does. They just have to make a U-turn. Um, and he parks his bike in a, uh, in an alley and some, uh, packages out to deliver, I think. And, um... There's a door behind him that says, um, <laughs> what the fuck? So sometimes words will autocorrect, right? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. My note says quackity meats. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was the name of the company. Do you guys remember? It was like Quaker meats. I have no, I wasn't paying attention. I, I don't, it's, I didn't. It's definitely not quackity meats. <laughs> maybe, that, might... maybe, yeah, it's Mike Quackity of the quackity meats. Yeah. No. Their, but, uh, lo- their, their long, quackity ancestry. All right. Well, 
anyway, um, the door the door that says that um, begins sort of moving, and these burnt hands begin like coming out of the edges of the door and clawing at it and calling for help as um, smoke starts pouring out and sort of the clacks uh, the the fucking hell. Um, the cracks. Quackity clacks. Yeah. Well. It's, uh, it's, it's quality meats. I just looked it up. Oh, it's quality meats? It's yeah, quality meats. Hell. This door for deliveries only. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So he was making <laughs> delivery. Um, so the quackity meats. Um, the cracks in the door start glowing, and then it swings open. And we see, like, this dead sheep, I think, hanging and sort of bleeding. And um, bleeding B-L-E-A-T-I-N-G. Um, and then... <laughs> Oh, there you go. Thanks for that picture. Um, and then we see Pennywise sort of standing there, his eyes glowing. And then suddenly the bu- uh, the bullies drive by and tell Mike to stay the fuck out of their town. Uh, I think it was specifically and Dick Watts who says that. What's his name? Hank? Uh, Henry. And Henry. This, this this is it was really surprising reveal to me. I was like, wait, Henry's the mayor of this town? That's crazy. Um, what? I'm, I'm fucking with you because he says it's his town. Moving oh. on. God I damn thought, it. You had, listen, you have so much book knowledge that I thought he eventually like, so became the mayor. So in the book, Henry is the mayor of the town. It didn't make a lot of sense, but uh, it's very Get the fuck up. I meant like, you know, when it cuts to the future and they're all adults, I thought he would yeah, be Yeah, and it's just, mayor. it's fucking back to the future and Biff Tower, but it's Henry Tower. Anyway, sorry, you're so young. You probably have. Have you even seen, have you even seen Back to the Future? Pennywise is going to eat your nuts tonight. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> So it cuts to Stan, <laughs> and he can't read his Torah, so he Wait, brings it upstairs. Wait, you completely missed something. Did I? Yeah, so when the door opens, there's a silhouette way back in the back of the room, and yeah, then these orange anyway. eye glow, and it waves at him. Yeah. Did you say that? I didn't say that he, uh, he waved at him, but I did say that it was okay, there. Well, he waves, and it's creepy, so... Glad we got that important bit. It is important. Yes, thank you so much, Paul. Pennywise is a murderer, but he has the social niceties to greet when he <sighs> sees someone. He really does, and that's creepy. Fuck you, guys. He does. He does wave a few times. Quackity slacks. <laughs> this is this is my life now. Um, <laughs> so Stan cannot read his Torah, and his father's pissed at him, and he tells him to bring it back up to his office because he's clearly not using it. And um, when he goes and upstairs. That- Sorry, at that point, I was like, well, what is his father? Ex- like, is his father? So he talks about his, his father's like, yeah, imagine being me. Be me. Embarrassed that my son can't read the Dora. And then he's like, but so go take it away because you're not using it. It's like, yes. right, so what do you plan for him to do then? Like, you have just sealed your fate being embarrassed <laughs> that your son will not know yeah. what he's saying. But yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I've tried. I've, I've read the Torah, and um, that's, that's, and um, it's very hard to read. Like, just, it is, it is. You know, it's it's not the greatest writing. Um, not in content. I'm not not speaking on the content. Just saying, uh, when it comes to the actual syntax, uh, it's pretty pretty difficult. Anyway, I'm enjoying the audio book. <laughs> the audio book of the Torah. <laughs> the Torial book. Anyway, um, moving on. That was terrible. Fuck um, you. <laughs> uh, you wish. Um, so. <laughs> Ooh, what the fuck is going on? Fire! Yeah. Tonight, Paul and I. I'd say, I, I'd say I, I would say you wish, but you know I'm not like a half horseman with eight arms, so you know probably That's not your true. taste. No. <laughs> Come back to me when you have a massive horse. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Okay, moving on. 
Moving on. Um. So yeah, he passes a. Fl- uh, anyway, you guys listen to the ritual <laughs> episode. You'll get so much context for all of that. It probably sounds nasty and weird right now. It'll sound less nasty and weird if you listen to the ritual episode. Still nasty and weird, but less. But less, le- less, yeah. Um. <laughs> so he passes a painting of a flutist that sort of spooks him. So he puts a hand up to his face. Oh, to that's what it. she's got. Yeah, it's a flute. Um. Right. And then he he good, just goes up to it to fix it, I guess. And he uh, uh, yeah, keeps walking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, when he turns, uh, there's a like a clanging sound that clearly like the painting has fallen off the wall. And he turns well, he, around. He puts the book back first. Yeah. Um, and the lights flicker and turn off. And he bends down to pick the painting up, but the woman is gone. And um, a door opens in front of him, and we hear flute music. And then the the music continues behind him. And then there's a loud metallic clang as if the flute has been dropped. You and, see uh, the flute get dropped. Do we? Yeah, you see it drop from my hands. Oh, okay. Um, so she drops the flute, and he turns around, and, and we see this, like, distorted, creepy potato woman. And she starts approaching him, and there's, like, screaming children, like a chorus of screaming children. Yeah, um, she opens her mouth. Yeah, it's, it's gross, and it's nasty. And, uh, and, then it's just, and then it just cuts to the boys heading off to the sewer. Uh, he and, runs uh, out of the room, doesn't he? Yeah, he does run away. Um, okay, because I didn't want people thinking he just died there. No, he just he just dies. Um, yep. No, he does run away and and uh, and it, uh, heading off to the sewer, and then that that's kind of like a little sequence, and then it cuts to Ben, and he's at the uh, and he's at the library, and he's writing a postcard to Beverly, and um, and it's like some poetry that he either wrote or he took from a book, maybe. Uh, so it is a reference to I. Can't remember the. It's a real poet's. It's it's reference. Um, but I. Okay. It's blanking. Yeah. All right. Um, Do you have so, the? Uh, did you want to read the poem? I, I don't, don't have, have the poem. I know okay. January embers. My heart. Yeah. No. It, it's too. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, the only line you missed is <laughs> your hair is winter fire. Yeah. All right. There we go. Ooh. Wait. Can I? Can I? Don. Can I request um a sexy reading from you? What do you need? Of the of the poem. Of the poem. Oh. Okay. I, I want you to. I, I want you to come sit next to my bed and read me Harry Potter, but really sexily. Uh, I will book a fucking flight. Uh... <laughs> he grabbed his sorcerer's stone. Wow, that's all right. Because that was ever said in the book. Anyway, um, he led him into the chamber of secrets. Oh God! Where, where, yeah, and, he, and then he revealed the basilisk. Anywho, oh, I was going to uh, say that. <laughs> hey, damn uh, it! Hey yo. Uh, hey. Um, Ugh, I'm tired of this already. Guy Don, um, can I please get that reading? Oh God, yeah, go. Your Don. hair is winter oh. fire, January embers. My heart burns there too. That was more heroic, but I'll take it. Yeah, but heroic could be sexy. I guess. Batman's Batman's a little. He's got something going on. Look, he's a little on. emo, but it's okay. Um, he he pulls it off though. Uh, yeah, a little bit, a little he, bit. He could he you know he could impale me with his batarangs. Anyway. You know, I'll show I'll show him my bat cave. This is um, the worst episode. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> so uh, we hear the boys biking outside, and then the librarian asks him, "What are you doing here?" Uh, and 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 the boys like, "Oh, I just like it here." She's like, "A boy should spend his summer outside with friends. Don't you have any friends?" I'm like, "I let what? him into my Batmobile." Anyway, um. <laughs> we're at the librarian. It's- oh right, this librarian is such a bitch. She's like yeah. the worst librarian. She like, just lady. shits all over Ben. 
30 years from then, she'll be begging motherfuckers to be sitting in the library on a sunny day. <laughs> Oof. The truth burns. Oof. Yeah, like, she's a literal librarian, and she's, like, telling him to leave the library <laughs> and not read? I think she just doesn't want to do work, because clearly he had gotten her to go get this history book. Um, this, this, like... Probably like in the back type history book, and then yeah. she's like, and she's like, why, why? I don't, I don't remember what she says, but she's like, a boy like you should have friends. Don't you got any friends? And I was like, oh god. She could just Shut be up, very spiteful about that. Mrs. Doubtfire looking bitch. Anyway. Wow, wow, wow. Um. <laughs> so Ben is reading a history of old dairy book, and uh, and he starts flipping through it, and starts sort of zooming in on this picture of like, like a really gruesome picture of a boy's disembodied head. Yeah, so like, cause he he reads that like, oh, there was this Easter explosion killed, one hundred and eight or one hundred and nine and eighty eight of them were children, mm-hmm. and then it was this explosion in a factory or some shit. There was like an Easter egg hunt in it, and um, then he's flipping through the pages, and this one picture keeps coming up on every page, but it's a little zoomed in each time, and then yeah, there's like this boy's head, um, hanging in a tree pretty fucked up yeah it's pretty nasty i feel like that specific uh part in the book was like made by pennywise i mean yeah yeah okay just making sure that like dairy is not like super fucked up but like Uh, the book that book that he's reading has been bewitched it's not i mean that act that book wouldn't actually have that it's just that that pennywise is making him see it um and then after that we hear this uh, really creepy music play and there's a balloon floating by which he follows like an idiot this book (laughs) This movie successfully made uh, balloons creepy, by the way. Yeah, there was a. I, don't, I think they for marketing they started tying balloons to um yeah to like the edge of a uh, sewer like great things. That's really cheap marketing and great plan. Um yeah, do they only do that in America? I feel probably. Like? I don't remember. Yeah, I, don't I think know. so. Um, but yeah, it was super fucking creepy. Um, and then people actually went into sewers just as Pennywise, but that's another story. Um, <laughs> so uh. He follows the balloon, and there's a burnt Easter egg sitting at the top of the staircase. And then another one at the bottom? Or it might be sort of just the he one at the bottom. He follows a trail of burnt Easter eggs anyway. Yeah. Um, and the lights flicker, and there's children's laughter, and the lights shut off. And um, at the top step is a figure. And then it sort of stumbles into view and, like, climbs down the stairs. And it's and this like head- Ben tries mm-hmm. to get all stealthy behind a pylon. Does he? I thought he just yeah, kind of stood there. Yeah, he hides behind a big pylon and like peeks around the corner of it. Um, and then we see this headless boy, like a burnt headless boy with eggs in his hand, hands. You say like, boy, but he's the size of a man. Isn't he small? No, he's a man. I mean, he's mostly burnt to shit, but... He's the size of a man, is he not? About a head short of a man. I, <laughs> I th- well, maybe that's why I thought it was the size of a boy. <laughs> He was missing his head. Um, no, I, well, I did think that was a boy because uh, remember they showed a, uh, a boy's head like in the branches. Yeah, but what I had gotten from this is that this was that boy like 30 years on. That's what I sort of... Uh, but I could, could be. be completely wrong. I'm, you know what? I'm going to bring up the movie while you talk and then I'll, I'll send a picture. But let's On keep going. Right. And then, um, yeah. So the uh, headless person begins chasing him around. And then uh, after a while, Pennywise's face comes into view and he calls him Egg Boy. Yeah, hey, Egg Boy. He's like, Egg Boy, which is, it never comes back. He never calls him Egg Boy again, I don't think. No, I don't think so. It's just a one-time thing? Okay. So Pennywise is just a dick sometimes. Um, 
and he leaves the library and uh, one of the bullets uh not one of the bullets god damn it one of the bullies <laughs> jesus uh, one of the bullets shoots him one of the bullies i think it was henry right <laughs> henry's says, the main one yeah i think henry says like where are you off to tits and then, uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then they take him to a bridge and correct me if i'm wrong it could just be that these types of bridges are like super common but i'm pretty sure this is the beetlejuice bridge it did, right? I thought it was right? the Beetlejuice Bridge. Yes! I think it is. I think it was. Because sometimes they'll reuse sets. So it's either the Beetlejuice Bridge or there are bridges that look like that a lot in America, I guess. There, I mean, it's, it is it is used a lot, but um, it looked a lot like, and I just thought, okay, yeah, no, they just all look the same like that. <laughs> it's one of those. Um they begin bullying uh, Ben, and a car drives by, and the people in it keep driving, no shit's given, because, as we found out, thanks to Paul's beautiful lore, um, adults just don't fucking see things, because of Pennywise's yep. magical powers. Um, and um, there's actually, I believe, a small call out into that, in that there is a red balloon in the back of the car. Yes, and when I oh, saw that, yeah. and I saw, yeah, I saw the balloon as it drove by, I'm like, oh good, those two are about to get ripped to shit. Uh, no, but no, no. It's just Pennywise no, showing that he is uh, in control here. He's um, he's exerting his dominance. Hmm. Um, which oh god, I'm a monster. Um, which I just one thing that I do hate that habit that um emerged because of this movie. Um, a lot of people started getting hot for Pennywise. Oh, they did. And I didn't enjoy that at all. Bullshit. I don't was, buy it. You know, I, the shape of water, Fishman, fine. He's he's a, he's a cutie patootie. A cutie but patootie? Not, <laughs> but not, listen, I've got my problems. You've got yours. <laughs> we can all deal with each other in this beautiful world. Um, <laughs> but Pennywise is just nasty. He's like like a predator, think, but also a serial killer. And also like I a th- bunch of other... Mm-hmm. But I think the thing is that his charisma is out the ass. Like, he is so charismatic. But I feel like that's just Bill Skarsgård. Like, the actual... No, the actual... Like, even in the book, he is seen as a very charismatic, like, smooth, mm. in a creepy way. That Because okay. it's a clown and you don't expect it. And then it's like, wow, this guy actually seems like a super interesting guy. But actually, he's gonna... He's gonna eat my arm. Um, thank you for I saying also, arm. Yeah, What's he's, that? Gonna, he's gonna eat my. He said he thanked me for saying arm. Oh no, I I thought you were going somewhere else as well. Oh yeah, I was gonna say I sent a picture um to the to the chat. Um, so you see there, this is of the uh, the library scene. There's Ben hiding behind the post, and then the guy in the distance is clearly a man. Ugh, so creepy. Anyway. Yeah, so I guess it's like a grown body but missing its head, which yeah. is weird and nasty. Uh, and uh and yeah that's that was that um anyway, ben, so uh, yeah so ben's getting um tortured essentially well not yet literally um, start, well yeah so um one of the asshole bullies pulls out like i think uh like deodorant or something and he sprays it with his, and, and he sprays spray it paint. And, um i thought it was spray paint but i i didn't want to i didn't want to assume the, only, what kind of the way you can tell us spray paint is the uh clacking in the can as he shakes oh right yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's true um and then he lights it on fire with his lighter. And then, like, just to sort of scare uh, Ben. And then Henry takes out his knife and begins carving an H into Ben's stomach. Which is, like, yeah. super fucking gruesome and fucked up. And one of the bullies is, like, clearly not okay with this. Because he's like, Henry! And Henry's like, shut up! Let me do my thing! 
And, now, uh, I, I really want to say, though, that the guy who played Henry, I don't know his name, mm-hmm. um, his his sort of conviction in the role of this really psychologically messed up and hateful person because of his life is done so well. Like, in this, where you see such hate and emotional distress in the character, like, it was so convincing. I was like, wow, that is really well done. Yeah, I think, I think like, all the actors in this movie oh, yeah, were, like, yeah. really, really good. Um, like down to the down to the parents who didn't care. Like they played it off so well that they were just like yeah. dicks. Um, and like nasty people. Um, but yeah. So he starts carving this H into Ben's stomach, and and one of the bullies is like not okay with this. But then, um, Henry just yells at them, and uh, and Ben kicks uh Ben kicks Henry right in the nards. I think. And yeah, I know. Rolls... He, uh, does he? I he, think so. He leans yeah, yeah. back and like vaults off his chest, doesn't he? Yeah, he kicks him in the junk, and then he uh, puts his foot on his chest and just does like a goddamn yeah, Spider-Man <laughs> vault. Yes, it's a very yeah. nice move. And he uh, and he tumbles down the the ravine or whatever it would be called, and um, and Henry yells, "I'm gonna carve your tits off!" And uh, <laughs> and it's like this guy has got some really deep set issues. Um, and as they all tumble down. Uh, Henry loses his knife and he says, "Oh, my dad's gonna kill me!" And he tells everyone else uh, t- to go look for uh, look for Ben. So the yeah, other three bullies split up and chase after him. And um, I was like, "These guys aren't bullies; they're like straight up psychos. Like they're going like the length to go after this kid." Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're, they're I feel like they're going above and beyond what is required of them as bullies. Um, but anyway, we cut back to the group of boys, and they're all going into the sewer. And Ed doesn't want to go in because he he thinks it's nasty. And uh, and Ben finds what's that? Gray water. Yeah, the gray <laughs> water. And uh, Ben finds Betty Ripson's shoe. Ripsum with an M. And uh, Richie makes a joke, and no one smiles. And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, poor Richie, but also like, don't joke about dead kids. Um, <laughs> they're not dead; they're missing. Jesus. They're floating, actually, to be more you know, <laughs> exact. <laughs> anyway, um. <laughs> Ah, the venom. Uh, so Ed and uh, Stan don't want to go in because they don't want to go missing. And then um, Ben suddenly splashes into view, and he's all banged up. And uh, and it cuts back to the uh, tall, black-haired bully that was uh, using the, the the paint can, the lighter. And uh, he hears the sound of uh, of something inside of the sewer, mm. like in one of the sewer openings. And he, and he goes inside, and he's like, "I hear ya, tits." <laughs> and uh, and he and he sprays the paint and he lights it with a slider to see again or intimidate or both. Um, and he keeps going and there are these voices that say, "You found us, Patrick. You found us, Patrick." And he lights his paint again and he sees like dozens of mangled people. And then he gets promptly like fucked up and yeah. he uh, tries to run away. And then he hits a dead end. And I kind of feel bad for him. He wasn't like the worst bully there. You know I, what mean, I mean, he wasn't carving yeah. names into people's stomachs. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So anyway. He, um, he deserved to go to juvie, definitely, but probably not die horrifically. He or had a I... bright future with those pyrotechnic skills, <laughs> and they're just wasted with this small-time bully bullshit he was doing. He could have worked on, like, concerts, you know? Like, <laughs> or, like live shows. I don't know. Um, I, I do feel like he deserved getting fucked up by those zombies, but not, like, killed. Yeah. Like, he could have ran away, like, traumatized, gone to therapy for a few years and been fine, rather than just straight-up murdered, moited. But, uh, moited. yeah, he he does get moited, because uh, there's a red dairy, I love dairy balloon, 
and it pops and then Pennywise shows up and he screams and that's that. Um, and then we cut back to the boys and Ed's rambling about, um, oh, they're, they're all running away with, uh, with Ben. And Ed starts rambling about getting AIDS and being afraid of getting AIDS and how his mom's friend got AIDS from touching a pole <laughs> and then it transferred through her hangnail. And he just goes on this rant. And I really love, I love when Ed rants because he just goes off yeah. on all these fears that his mom has like instilled into him. Um, and they get off their bikes into an alleyway and um, Ed, Bill, and Stan rush into the pharmacy to get some stuff. And Bev is there um, getting tampons. And on, in another aisle is Greta. And uh, to avoid the uh, to avoid her, Bev sort of goes into the uh, aisle that the boys are in. She sort of hides the tampons behind her back, and uh, and they sort of explain the situation to her. But they say that they don't have enough money to buy the stuff. And then Bev goes into action to try to distract the pharmacist, oh, which God. is kind of a creepy scene. So it's actually at the at you know when she sees Greta come down the aisle, Greta actually, and this is when we learn that it's her dad. Greta says, "See you later, Dad." Um, oh yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh damn, yeah. yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, I just thought like her dad was like in there for some reason, and she was just saying bye to him or something. Um, but I didn't realize until like later. <laughs> and um, the, the line, the line when Bev says, "What are you guys doing here?" Um, I think Bill says nothing, and then Ed says, "There's a kid outside. Looks like someone killed him." <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, that is the one. Um, <laughs> I just like how they they've got like the worst team. Like it's not at all like composed or anything. It's like a D&D party essentially and I love that. Mm-hmm. Um so Bev starts complimenting the guy, the pharmacist who's clearly like in his 40s, maybe. Yeah, she says he looks like Clark Kent. Yeah, she's yeah. like she's like I love your glasses. Um you look like you look just like Clark Kent. She's like, "Can I try them on?" And then she's like, "How do I look?" And then the pharmacist says, you look just like Lois Lane. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Vomit everywhere. Oh, it's so gross. And then she gives them back and she knocks something over like, oops. And um, and she turns around and the boys rush out of the pharmacy and Ed like smacks into a like a row of pills or something and he knocks some shit over and they all run out. <laughs> and yeah. um, and um, bum, 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 bum. Oh, Danny packs. What's a Danny pack? Fanny, fanny pack. Uh, oh, fanny, fanny pack. pack! Thank you so much. I had that in my notes, and I was like, "What the fuck is a danny pack?" So, um, it's uh, a fanny pack for men. It's for a danny, danny pack. Yeah, it's um, like a, you get them at the Quackly Slack danny pack. <laughs> it was it was the it was Quackly Meats. Quack. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. Was it? Yeah, Quackly. No, and then you said cracks as slacks. That was the it's the it's the. Quack, I said quack. Quackly quack. The I said so. Danny I said pack. quackly first, then I said clack, and then sure. I said Danny Pack. Hey, it all rhymed. Um, so Bev pockets some cigs, and uh, I was so the reason I, I mentioned Danny Packs, which is obviously now Fanny Pack, um, is that dead, ha- dead. I'm done. I'm quitting the fucking <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I can't fucking speak. I, so I want to mention just for anybody who's following along with the network that the show is a part of, um. Harley is now the voice talent role of said <laughs> podcast. Hello. Just, just want to put that out there for context. Anyway. Hi. Yes. Um, clearly, oh. I'm talented at reading, and, uh, off, at reading a script thing. Harley mm-hmm. gets paid per take. That's yep. a lie. Um, <laughs> so, a damn uh, lie. So Ed has two fanny packs, which I thought was legendary. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, 
Bill heads out of the alley and he sees Bev walking over and like the sun shining in her hair and she looks really nice and um and he tries to thank her with some money but she sort of flashes the cigarettes and she winks and she's like even steven and i'm like oh god yeah uh anyway um i'm 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 just a disaster you're gonna get a lot of this i think every movie i'm just gonna have a crush in the last movie it was slept near in this one it's beverly marsh Mm. you can see that i'm a person of very uh varied tastes yeah yeah no Mm -hmm. you definitely have a specific type i see it Okay, no, please. I'd like to stop the show really quickly. I want you to compare <laughs> Beverly Marsh to Slepnir. They both get down? What? I don't know. <laughs> I have nothing. Are you high? Paul, would you like to try to Would you like to try um, to bridge the connection? Bridge the gap? Yeah. So, I would like to say uh mm-hmm. maybe uh both Slepnir and um and uh Beverly, yeah, mm-hmm. Beverly Marsh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. have both seen horrors mm-hmm. there is there is a hollowness in their eyes <gasps> no mm-hmm. i just figured it out they both both slepnir and beverly are the offspring of a trickster because oh. one is a norse god of mischief and, and the other is a pedophile <laughs> oh. <laughs> wait what was your answer there holly and one's what a ginger <laughs> <laughs> That is much better. <laughs> oh one's one's the Norse god of trickery, and one's a ginger. <laughs> I thought that's where you were going, Don. <laughs> it no. was so obvious where he was going with that, <laughs> and you went with ginger. <laughs> oh, God. Neither of them have souls. Anyway. Um... Oh, okay. <laughs> Fuck, right. man. I can't. This I'm just I've just been flustered this entire episode. Um, <laughs> so um, she peeks into the alley and she's like Ben from Soch. Um, yeah. So uh, what I think Ed is saying, or Richie, I know it's Richie and Richie. You hear in the distance, um, Richie's going, he's bleeding, he's bleeding out. And I just love his commentary <laughs> through all of it. But yeah, yeah, he's like very scared in the entire time, and, he, and or like over exaggerating. He's like, you're gonna die. He's like, I can't believe I. <laughs> No, no. He's like, I'm so happy I got to meet you before you died. <laughs> Something like that. Um, so, um, Beverly steps into the alley, and uh, Bill invites her to the quarry. And uh, and as she leaves, Richie makes fun of her. And uh, Ben is sort of, like, discouraged by all they're saying, because uh, Richie's like, haven't you heard? Blah, 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 blah. All the, like, the rumors about her. And it's like, yeah, oh, people. Well, he, says, he says, haven't you heard what she did? And then I think Richie says, it's more like who she did. The list is longer than my schlong or something. And then yep. I think Stan says, well, that's not saying much. <laughs> and then Bill defends her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the banter. It's good. Um, so Bev gets home, and there's a show on the TV talking about how fun it is to go play in the sewers. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, like, completely ignored. But I kind of like that. It was, like, a really low-key... Like, if you weren't paying attention to it, it would just be like, oh, that's just a TV playing in the background. Mm. Um, I feel like they have, like, a lot of Easter eggs, like, hidden around. Or it's just, like, little low-key things. Um, so her dad greets her and asks what she's got. And she's like, just some things. And he's like, like, what? And he grabs the bag and he sees the tampons. And then he grabs her hair and he holds her and he sniffs her hair. Oh. And he says, tell me you're still my little girl. And she goes, yes, daddy. And then she goes into the bathroom and starts crying and cutting off her hair. And she's like yeah. saying, this is what you did. I'm like, oh no, this is so sad. Which 
I feel like this I, this movie, and it's gonna spoil what the rating we get, gonna give it at the end. But I feel like it's so like dark, and it's not afraid to be dark and sort of be like scary and creepy and gruesome. And I really like that. I think it's I think it's good. I think I think it's uh, it's different from like everything. It's it's definitely no, not afraid to tell the story how it wants to. And, yeah. um, and I appreciate that a lot. It's yeah. In a, in a, in a time where a lot of people are so afraid to write a movie they want to write because, you know, they're, they're afraid of the reactions, but in this, it's just like, you know what, this is a, a really fucked up story and we're going to tell a fucked up story. Um, because these are things that happen sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that. I like that. Um, it's gritty. It's realistic. Uh, well, not all the fucking Pennywise shit, but, you know. <laughs> I just, Harley has had this horrifying life. She, yeah, it's yeah, just, it's just happened to it's now. so realistic. Like, the part where the clown comes out of the uh, projector, like, that's happened, the, the, right? The blood room? Have, How many times have you guys room? had the blood room, right? <laughs> yeah, like, you guys remember that? Like, in your so childhood? I, all right. So I want to say, as she's cutting off her hair, the uh, obviously the slight bit of foreshadowing is that the hair is going down the drain. And she puts so much hair into this fucking sink. It's, it's a lot of fucking hair. I thought it would clog, actually. Yeah, literally, um, I have no idea how that... Yeah. Well, because her sink leads all the way down to the fucking sewer. Like, it's oh, just right. a straight tunnel. It's just a <laughs> yeah. straight shot down. Yeah, it is. We, we learned this. Um, so it cuts to the boys hawking loogies off the cliff. Off a cliff. And all they're right. all in white. Uh-huh. <laughs> and one of them, I just want to say, one thing that I missed the first two times I watched this movie is that one of them, I think, stands spit. And while it's talked over, he clearly hit a tree because he says, poor tree. And I was like, I never saw that. I never heard that. But the oh, third time around, I noticed him say, poor tree. <laughs> it's great. It's fantastic. I feel like that might have been ad-libbed. Yeah, it's so good. Um, so they're all hacking loogies and they're tidy whities. And um, I felt it was weird that they all had the same underwear. I never I did, owned I tidy whities ever. Really? Yeah, never. I always had, you know, like as a kid, I had like, oh, boxer shorts. Like, oh, Superman on them. Oh, my um, brother had tidy whities. Just wow, that's so weird. Just calling him out, just letting the entire internet, letting the, the entire two people that listen to the show know that my brother wears tidy whities. My mother will be or so surprised. To, I mean, <laughs> yeah. and you know what? Yeah, your mom can call you a liar if you ever if you uh, didn't wear. Uh, hey Sue, true. did did little Paul ever wear tidy whities, or was Paul it always Superman? Yeah, oh, dinosaur cool ones. I had dinosaur ones as well. Oh, my brother did too. Or at least pajamas. Uh, we could be brothers, maybe. Anyway. Oh, maybe. You guys are both dicks. <laughs> oh, hey. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey. So they're up at the top of the this quarry. All in day underwear. And they're like, okay, who's going first? Who's going to jump in? And uh, and then Bev suddenly shows up at an hour and she's like, I'll go. And she runs, or she like rips off her clothes and she runs and jumps in. And Henry um, she's like, Richie's like upset for being showed up by a girl. Yeah. And uh and then they all jump in and uh and they have like this little water sequence and then Bill's staring at Bev in the water and she's smiling and then Ben is also staring. And there's just like I realized much too late that it's just a love triangle of bees. And it was oh so God, hard Bill, Bev and my ben. ducks in a row about that. It's it was so hard because you know I'm great at names. You are. Um <laughs> mm-hmm. so anyway, um uh, then it cuts to another scene. And there's music playing on a boombox, and all of the boys are watching Bev lying on the rocks resting. Um, and she like turns been, to look I've, at. I've been there before. I've, I felt that scene. You had you had because it because you were 
He was no, he was on the cliff with a pair of binoculars. He was in that scene. <laughs> oh, no, okay. I was I was the one laying down anyway. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Ooh. Yeah. Um so uh so she turns to look at them and they all sort of turn around awkwardly, which I thought was really <laughs> funny. Because I feel like maybe they were like that in real life. Do you know what I mean? Like all the boys were like, oh, that actress. I don't know. Yeah, probably. I mean, they're human, you know. Yeah, I just thought it was funny. Um, So they're all sitting on the rocks. And uh, Ben compliments her hair. And, uh, well, Bill begins like to try to compliment her hair. And then Ben steps up and he says so. Which I'm yeah. so sad that they didn't, like, he didn't get at least like a kiss on the cheek. Well, he got it. Anyway, we'll get there. Um, There's so many points during this movie where it's just like, oh, I'm sorry, Ben, but you just, you're, apparently she's just not into the chubby guys. (laughs) She's not into guys with an H curved into their stomach. Oh my God, she's not into the scar thing. But also, Mm -hmm. he he looks like he's like six years younger than all of them. He does look really young. He does. When they're Um, they're at the school and he says they're in the same class, I was like, what the fuck? Get out of here. (laughs) I actually, the very first time that I watched this, I was convinced that Beverly was like two, no, like three years older than all of them. Yeah. Um, until all, my parents were like, no, she's like their age. And I was like, what are you talking about? And I Googled it and I was like, holy shit, she's young. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then, and then maybe he's the, all of their ages too. He just looks like really small. It's probably um, just the chubbiness. The rest of them are pretty skinny. That's true. It's maybe. puberty. Yeah, he's just, he's not. They've already started to hit their growth spurts, and he's... Oh, Ben. Not I love him, though. He's such Don, a sweet boy. Don, please uh, yes, talk to us called. more about puberty. Mm-hmm. There comes a time in every young mm-hmm. child's life when they start to develop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ben was developing. <laughs> there was hair where there once was no hair. Henry um, commented mm-hmm. on Ben's developing body. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. I just want to see if she keep doing it. <laughs> It's beautiful. It's a beautiful process. Thanks. My dogs will do that if I hold the ball in my hand for too long. <laughs> Don, please continue with how aesthetically pleasing so, the um, process. They start going after going uh, onto the uh, history of dairy and uh, the stuff that Ben has printed out, and uh, and he says that people die or disappear six times the national average in dairy, which is so fucking much. And that's just and, the adults. Uh, yeah, the children are worse. I don't know Wait, what the exact line is. Oh, there you go. Yep. Um, so I kind of like this because we start to, uh, as, as they leave, we start to see them sort of becoming like a team or like friends or kind of like a party, like an adventuring party kind of. Oh, my God. Um, I love how everything eventually just gets back to D&D for you. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I've been holding, yeah, ever since seeing Finn Wolfhard in this, I'm like, oh, are they going to play D&D? Oh, what are they going to do next? Are they <laughs> they going to freak out when Medusa comes around? That they are no. Anyway. It's, uh, yeah. Well, um, so yeah, yeah, I mean, they're kind of like a D&D party, right? They sure. all joke around with each other, they're going after the big bad, and they suck at at keeping the party together. Yeah, um, sure. Oh, shit, yeah. So just as this, at this moment, as they're, uh, as we cut to another scene, we see someone posting a uh, missing poster for Patrick, which is the uh, bully Nobody that got Nobody misses that kid, who are we joking? Anyway. Pyro. Um, Poor Patrick. Poor Pyro Patrick. Pyro Patrick. Um, so they go into Ben's room, and he's got all all the printed stuff up on the walls, which is kind of weird. It's cool. Um, it's like posters. I guess he tries to tr- he tries to convince the group that it's cool. 
Oh yeah, and Richie, Richie's like, no, none of this is cool. And then <laughs> in like a minute, he's like, wait, here's something. Oh no, no, that's not cool either. <laughs> <laughs> it felt very. It felt kind of improvised. Like yeah, I, yeah. I feel like a lot of things might have been improvised because they're all just like amazing actors. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah. Uh, and then Richie makes like another joke that bombs. I don't remember what it was, but no one laughs. Um, yeah, I remember the awkwardness of him waiting for the laugh, and I was like, "Oh, I have been in that scene." I uh, <laughs> experience that almost every week, so you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> Ow. Uh, there is this. Uh, there is this drawing on the wall, like this old sort of history drawing uh, of a group of people, like uh, a sort of pilgrim. Oh, the joke! Mm-hmm. I know the joke. What is it? Um, he's talking to uh, he. Somebody points to the charter on the wall. Stan. He says, "What's that?" Um, ben says, "Oh, that's the uh, the charter of the the original founders of Derry." Um, Richie says, "Nerd alert!" And then Ben's like, "No, nah, it's actually pretty interesting." He goes, "Yeah, so uh, Derry started out as a beaver trapping camp, and then Richie yes. goes, still is, am I right?'" And he lifts his hat for a high five, and nobody does it. It's so I- good. I pasted it in the chat a few minutes ago. I forgot that was when he said that one. So it's at this point that people start ignoring his jokes and they just get better. Yeah, um, well, and I think it's because at this point they're starting to get a little freaked out and he's still dropping one-liners. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they're also just getting tired of him. Um, <laughs> which is great as well. Um there is a there was a drawing on the wall of these people in sort of like pilgrimy uh, type clothes and uh, and there's like a little Pennywise inside of the drawing, like it's very light, but he's he's in there. Yeah, he's one yeah. of the people in the crowd in the drawing. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, hello there, listener. Sorry for the interruption, but this episode actually ended up running for three whole hours. As such, we have decided to cut it into two parts. But you'll want to hear the second part as it gets pretty crazy. Anyway, I'll see you there.